the sexy topic of LLCs and accounting. No, it's not that exciting to talk about, but it's very necessary for your business. And we've got Case and Jennings here from Easier Accounting talking about how they can help you in that process and answering your questions. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Calling all real estate investors, especially short-term rental investors, if you are looking to invest your money in owning a short-term rental, but you don't know where to buy, I have a hot tip for you. Kentucky and the Carolinas are a great place. And even with the rising popularity of short-term rentals, these markets continue to thrive. In fact, I'm looking to buy one in these areas as we speak, and I'm going to use Savvy Realty to help me with that transaction. Savvy Realty is an STR-specific real estate brokerage. Not only do they know the best places to buy in the areas that I already mentioned, but they're hosts and co-hosts themselves of successful short-term rental properties. They know what it takes to turn a simple property into a big investment without wasting time or resources along the way. Whether you want to flip a house, rent your own home, or turn a brand new property into a profitable business, Savvy Realty and their agents can help you figure out what type of STR investment is right for you. Tyler Kuhn is the founder of Savvy Realty, and he and his team will consider everything from the overall look to the age of the home, the distance to transit hubs, and other major factors that you may not have considered. So if you want to make sure the return on your dollar is maximized as much as possible, then follow the link in the show notes to book your next one-on-one -on -one discovery call with Savvy Realty. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me, my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community, you get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course, and maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey guys, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. It's me, Kyle Stanley, and I'm very excited to talk to you today about LLCs and accounting with Casey Jennings. He's my go-to guy for accounting services for LLC formation. And I went live in our Airbnb Masterminds page on this and and I just felt like this is something that we need to make sure that everyone knows about because it's very important. It's very crucial to your business that you make sure that you have the LLC form the right way and that you make sure that you have all your accounting services because from a LLC side, you could be very exposed and unprotected. And then from an accounting side, you could be throwing a lot of money out of the door when it comes to your bookkeeping and how money is flowing in your business, which bank account is taking on what types of income. And, and that's what Kaysen and his team are helping you with. So I did this live Q&A in Airbnb Masterminds, and we're just going to go ahead and let you listen to the replay. And if you want to book a call with Kaysen's team, it's absolutely free. 
The link is down in the description below. If you're on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, it's in the show notes. Let's get to it. Yeah, Kason, let's let's jump into it, man. So I get these questions a lot, and that's why I wanted to bring you onto this live in our Facebook group. And for those of you that are watching the, the repeat on YouTube, the number of LLC questions that I get of like, how should I structure mine? And hey, should I make two LLCs? And like, I just want to give everyone a chance to just put all the questions out there right now. So first of all, give a little bit of background, who you are, how long you've been doing this, what and your company, Easier Accounting. Yep. So I'm Kason Jennings and, and my company is Easier Accounting. We are the accounting firm for entrepreneurs. We're entrepreneur owned and operated, and then we hire great accountants. And so I, I feel like we truly understand the needs of business owners and can kind of speak that language. But we've been doing this for about 12 years now. And, you know, as people come through our door, there's obviously some initial work that we want to dial in as far as are the businesses structured properly? Are we flowing money through the businesses properly? Is an S corporation needed? And if so, what should that salary be? Are their assets protected the way that they have it set up? And then from there, we just kind of go to work and focus on tax strategy. That's awesome. So, you know, how important is it to have the LLC set up the right way? Especially you're, you're speaking to a lot of Airbnb, uh, short-term rental operators. Some own them, some don't. How important is that? It's yeah. huge. So they, they've got this little thing called the corporate veil. And that's what, you know, attorneys are talking about when they're talking about that layer of protection that goes between a business and the business owner. And there's a, another very commonly used term called corporate veil being pierced. And there's a couple of reasons that can happen. Number one, commingling funds, using personal money for the business and vice versa. We can help you make sure that doesn't happen. And the other reason is the LLC just wasn't set up properly for the type of business that you have. And so it's most certainly not a one size fits all situation. Everybody's situation is different and we can definitely help out, even just advise you in what's going to be best for you. Awesome. All right. Well, we've already got some questions coming in, so I'm going to just let uh, the comments take over here. Laramie says, we own several properties as an LLC. Should we have a separate LLC to run an operating company that handles the rentals and the leases of the property from the LLCs that own the property? And that's like literally right before we went live. That was like what I told you, one of the number one questions. Should I get a second LLC? So yeah. great question, Laramie. Yeah. Great time to jump into this one. Yeah, and, and I don't know how many properties that you have underneath that one LLC, but you may actually want multiple LLCs for the properties. And absolutely, 100%, you want a different uh, LLC for the management company. So why is that? Let's talk about the reason for the difference in LLCs. If I'm already, if I own, let's call it three properties, and I want to open up a management side, why wouldn't I just keep it all in one bank account? Okay, so number one, we get to take tax incentives from it being real estate, right? And the second thing is most likely, and we'd have to go in and look, but most likely those properties are going to be considered passive income mm -hmm. where the management company is going to be considered active income. And so we have to execute different tax strategies to make sure that we're reducing the tax bill at the end of the year, because we can't take tax incentives from passive income against active income and vice versa. Yep. And, you know, I, I've tried to break this down for people, but maybe can we just like, let's just take some real numbers, right? Like if I have a property that is considered passive income, 
and I gross call it $50,000 of that property that year. Now I have a management company that I put under that and it's charging 25%. So what is that? Right around $12,500 right there. Right. How is that $12,500 at the management company? Because it's all going to me, like it's going to Kyle Stanley, right? So how is that $12,500 being taxed versus the $50,000 over here that was passive? So on the passive side of things, the first thing we want to take a look at is depreciating the property mm. that that income comes from. Typically, it's very easy to depreciate a, a, a property enough to kind of get rid of the tax bill. And then on that 12500 that gets paid out to you from the management company, that is going to get charged just as or, or taxed just as your ordinary regular income. So if you've got that twelve five plus, you know, another hundred, hundred and fifty thousand somewhere else, then you're looking at 1625. But from there we can do things like deduct vehicles, mills when you're going out to eat. You can lease your home back to your business tax-free for twenty thousand a year. So there's a lot of things that we can do to reduce the tax liability on the active income side. That's awesome. Cool. So a couple other questions here in the group. Um, and then I want to come back to that, that corporate veil because I got a follow-up question on that. Uh, Jeremy says, I had my call with Easier Accounting last week, mulling it over any six-figure formula discounts. Uh, so you actually... We're not going to talk about this right now, Jeremy, but the the short okay. answer is yes. Case and Digits put something together. That's pretty nice. So I would reach back out to your rep. Write your um, name down right now. So. Yeah, Jeremy Rosen is his name. Um, as soon as we're done. There you go. So guys, if you do want to schedule a call with Kaysen's team, he's got an amazing team. Uh, I just put a link in the comments here. It says book a call for free with Kaysen's team. And for those of you that are watching on the replay or listening to the replay, uh, we will have it in the show notes and in the description. So Scott says, is the primary advantage of an LLC a tax benefit or a legal protection? That's a good question. That is a great question. And there is zero tax benefit to an LLC. It's 100% legal protection. But when you do get tax benefit is when you can actually elect to have your LLC taxed and treated as an S corporation. And then from there, then we start to get some, some tax benefit. Very nice. Okay. Which in real estate is what we're going to always almost recommend is the LLC. And then once profit hits a certain number, we, we elect to have it taxed and treated as an escort because cool. you are going to get better protection through that LLC. So that's a good question. A lot of people are operating their own properties here. Am I understanding correctly that it's an LLC tax as an S-corp is the best way to go about that? In most cases, we'd have to take a look at how many properties there are and what type of revenue those properties are bringing in and what okay. that revenue looks like after deductions and depreciation. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. 
I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership. That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. And guys, just so you know, like I have my LLCs set up very similar to what we're talking about here. I have the ones that I own in arbitrage. Okay. They're, they're essentially the, the assets that are producing income for me. And then I have my management company right under that. That's charging my owned assets and my owned leases that I have a management fee, which is allowing me to Again, pa active income versus passive income, right? Case and it's being taxed at a lower rate. Plus, I am an employee of the management company, which means that I'm paying myself a reasonable salary. Can we talk about that for a second? You know, reasonable salary. I get that question a lot. I've always been told somewhere between 20 to 30%. And the benefit of that, right, is I don't have to pay the extra 7.5% of self-employment tax. Uh, but what would you say, how do you define a reasonable salary when you're an employee in your own business? That is a great question. And 20 to 30% is, it's an easy answer for an accountant to give somebody, but it's not always the right answer. Mm. A lot of times you can get away with much less than that. And so the way that we look at fair and reasonable salary is what would you pay somebody to take on the duties that you have with inside your business? So if you've got an Airbnb business and the majority of it is on autopilot and you're, you know, you know, answering a couple of messages back and forth here and there, you can pay a VA four or $500 a week to do that. There's your fair and reasonable salary. Right. Okay. So you base it more on the, the duties rather than the percentage. Correct. Okay. Yep. That's, that's cool. That's different. I, I haven't heard that one before. Alyssa says, if you use a second home loan and quit claim it into an LLC, can you then refi or cash out refi with it being under the LLC? You think that's a question for you or more for a, a lender? Yeah, I, and, and I can give you the answer on that. It's going to come down to the lender. Yeah. Lenders are usually pretty good about quick claim deeding properties into an LLC as long as you let them know ahead of time. But as far as pulling a cash out refi, once that's done, that is going to be totally up to, to the lender that you're working with. Great. All right, guys, we got time for a couple more questions here with uh, with Kaysen. While you guys are putting your questions here, I've got one more question. Talk just a little bit more in depth about the the corporate veil and piercing the corporate veil. How, do you have any stories where people have come to you, clients have come to you, and they have been a victim of like, hey, the corporate veil was pierced and now I want to you know, do this the right way moving forward? Or do you have any stories just to to share with people what the consequences are if they don't do things the right way? Absolutely. In fact, I've got a client that I was working with last week and he's in a unique situation because he inherited three multifamily properties from his mother. Okay. And all three of those properties are 100% paid off. There's no debt on them. So he went to an accountant and the accountant is like, you only need one LLC because you can put three properties underneath one LLC. And then he started using his personal money with that business. So now his personal assets also belong to that business, or at least there's an argument there mm -hmm. that, that uh, he's using his personal for the business mm. on something like that. You know, there's an easy way to do things and a cheap way to do things. And there's a right way to do things. Anytime we're messing with assets, we always want to do it right. And so 
Typically, we're going to recommend separate entities, especially if there's a lot of equity in any one of those homes. And then, you know, we just kind of flow the money back up to the S corporation if we can consider it active income. Cool. Very nice. You guys have accounting services as well. And so just relating it to a lot of the people that have booked calls with you through Airbnb Mm -hmm. and having short-term rentals, you know, what are some ways that you feel like easier accounting your company can help on the accounting side of things? Yeah, we, we're, we're kind of full service. So we do specialize in the real estate industry. What I do is I, I recruit talent nationwide. So I do have accountants nationwide, even though our headquarters is here in Southern Utah. And as I bring a client through the door, my goal is always to put them with an accountant that understands that type of business because accounts are a lot like doctors. They've got areas that they're good in. And so we want to get you in with an account that understands your business and we can do anything from, you know, kind of helping take care of the day-to-day bookkeeping and putting together the P&L statements for you every month, getting your entities set up for you properly, doing the tax preparation at the end of the year. But the one thing that, that I do with my firm that's different than any other firm that I know of is we focus on communication, right? Because... How many times has somebody called their accountant, you know, and it's February and they've got a question before they're finalizing all their tax stuff to send in and it's a month before they call you back, right? So what I do is I I cap all of my accountants out at 60 clients a a year. They have a bookkeeper on their team that takes care of the day-to-day and their only job is to sit down with their clients once a month and go over tax strategy with you and get your taxes filed come tax time. So nice. I like it. Want to focus on strategy first to keep that tax bill low. Cool. And guys, again, if you are wanting to just get a, this is what's great. Kason's team is very knowledgeable. Um, and I, I've had a lot of people go and book calls with Kason's team. And at the very least, they get a bunch of knowledge. And without that, that hard sales pitch. So if you just want to get some information and are even thinking about, Hey, I need some, I need to get an LLC started. They'll do that. I I need to think about getting some bookkeeping started. Maybe you're starting a co-hosting and management business and you're thinking, oh my gosh, the profit and loss statements are just going over my head. I don't even know how to do that. Kaysen's team can help you with that. So go and book a free call with them. I put it in the comments. Again, if you're watching on replay, uh, it'll be in the description and the show notes. One last question here from Scott. He says, our rental property is attached to our primary home. Can we have an LLC? For just the rental half? Is it like 100% attached to the home? Yeah, that's a good question. Scott, if you're still here, let us know if it's 100%. Or is it like a cedar that's outside of the home? Yeah, so it would, that would make a difference. So if it's like a duplex and it's side by side versus like a, right. a casita in the back? It would make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. So could he said, sh- he did say shared wall. Okay, so we could set up an entity and then just flow all the money that comes in from the rental through that LLC. Okay. So it's totally doable. Yeah. Great question. Okay. Kason, anything I didn't ask that you want to talk about? Hey, man, I, I just appreciate you having me on here. Your community has been great to work with and I love what you're doing. So grateful to, that you invited me on here and I, I, I get to meet your people. So thank yeah. you. Awesome. Guys, thanks for jumping on. If you have additional questions, you can put them in the comments. Kason, we got to get you in this group so that people can can uh, get their questions answered by you or someone on your Absolutely. team. So yeah, all right, cool. Thanks so much, guys, and we will see you on our next call. All right, guys, I hope you got some really good information out of that. And once again, if you want to get a call set up for free with Easier Accounting and Kaysen's team, if you're on YouTube right now, it's in the description below. 
If you're on the podcast, it's in the show notes. And no matter which one you're on, please leave us a review, subscribe, make sure you're hitting that notification bell on the YouTube channel so that you're getting notified every time we put out a new video and you can get this information for free. Like that's how awesome all this is, right? It's free. So go check it out and we'll see you again next time here on the Fearless Investor Podcast where we're helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals.